Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just come together as a church, as a fellowship, as a group of believers, as brothers and sisters in Christ. And today has been a difficult day for so many of us, Lord, as we've heard the travesty, the news of so many of our brothers and sisters and our countrymen, Lord, if they've fallen today. So, Lord, I just pray as we're just, we're sovereignly just coming here before you, Lord, just humbly before you, Lord. And we just want to pray and ask for a healing of this land, Lord. Lord, that your Holy Spirit would go out through this land, Lord, and it would soften the hearts of the people, Lord, that they would find you and they would seek you, Lord, and you, they would find peace, Lord, and there would be peace in this country. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you, this peace would begin with the study of your word and the worship of you, but then it would take us and it would equip us to go out there and share, share the hope of Jesus with the people that are lost, the people that are hopeless, the people that are searching, Lord. So, Lord, I just pray for a great revival in this country, Lord, that you would just sweep through this country. Your Holy Spirit would just minister to the hearts of these people, Lord, that you would give them comfort and peace in these times as they're facing them, Lord. Lord, as we dig deep into your word today, as we learn what it is to be an obedient missionary, an obedient child of God, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit would just use this, Lord, that we would understand how we can serve you even in times as this, even as times of persecution, in times that would seem hopeless. But you're still there, Lord, strong. You're just the same loving God, Lord, and you're there for each one of us. So, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that you would just bless our time, you would protect our time, and, Lord, that this nation would be healed in the name of Jesus. Amen. Does everyone have a Bible? Um, we need to make sure everyone has a Bible. All right, let's see. Okay, Acts. We're going to be in Acts. So last week, we learned about Philip. He had been, this amazing work had been taking place in Samaria. Even possibly a sorcerer had come to faith. God had used Philip in amazing ways. Today we're going to see how God is going to continue to use Philip. He was an obedient missionary an example for all of us to follow who here desires to fulfill the great commission who here desires to be a faithful follower of Jesus? I need an answer. Yes? Who wants to be used by God to share the hope of Jesus Christ in the world around you? The hope. Yes? All right, I was worried. Let's take a few minutes and go back and learn what type of person or man that God was using. What led up to Philip being used by God in these miraculous ways? Philip 
Open up your Bibles to Acts chapter 6. And as you open, I forgot an important announcement. I forgot the whole announcements. Um, Next week, we will have a special message by Christian. Also, afterwards, we will have a fellowship meal together. We will eat together. Um, We have some good friends of ours that's going to bring a bunch of food for everyone. So next week, come hungry for spiritual and physical food. ตัวเมียวเนี่ยแต่จําบ่รู้เอ่อไปโอ้ทุเมศาเวลาแกบ่าเนี่ยอัญญะเนี่ยเอ่อที่จันทร์ละเล่าบีตัวตุรุทุเ
Philip's world had suddenly changed drastically. The Philipua, tua, the Bibliosushme, a mudo tenny, and we ought to it, Locadia, the girl, Bianchandore. As he was serving, a great wave of persecution came upon the people. Tuga, I'm a lone is a mallet, pay, a two yet, not two netters and a lure, two neago, two a little look and any ago. Can you relate? What then? What do you do? Look at verses 4 and 5. It says that these, they, they were scattered and they preached the good news about Jesus wherever they went. These believers, they endured persecution, but they went out and shared the hope of Jesus. I'm sure there is many stories about the gospel being shared. Today, we're going to study Philip, though, the obedient missionary during extreme persecution. Acts chapter 8, verse 26, we will begin. As for Philip, an angel of the Lord said to him, Go south. Down the desert road that runs from Jerusalem to Gaza. This had to seem strange to Philip, an angel speaking to him. And then, why would he leave? There is a, a great revival taking place in Samaria. Many people had come to faith in Jesus. Why would he leave? Many people had been water baptized. And the Holy Spirit had even come upon the church there. We even read that Simon the sorcerer seemed to repent and put his faith in Jesus. It was going well for Philip. Even two of the apostles had come and ministered alongside him. But then the story continued. Peter and John left. Then we see Peter was told by an angel to leave this growing ministry and head into the desert where no one else lived. Peter 
This would have been hard to hear, hard to accept, wouldn't it? How would you accept this instruction from an angel? Has God spoke to you where he wants you to serve him? Many years ago, God told me and my family through the Holy Spirit that he wanted me here, here in Myanmar. So we prepared and we came without knowing anyone here or even what we would be doing. And if any of you are wondering, we are still called here today. We are still called to be here today. We are here with you to come alongside of you as you walk through this extremely difficult time. If God called you, as he's called Philip, to go to the desert and leave everything behind, would you do it? Let's look back at our Bibles and see God's instruction, Philip's response to head out in verses 27 through 28. So he started out and he met the treasurer of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority under the Kandike, the queen of Ethiopia. The eunuch had gone to Jerusalem to worship, and he was now returning. Seated in his carriage, he was reading out loud from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Philip was obedient. He set out without knowing any details, only knowing that God had called him to do it. Soon after he headed out, God's plan began to unfold. It wasn't by chance or random that Philip and this eunuch crossed paths. God had a plan to save an entire nation. We don't know much about this, this Ethiopian leader besides he had came to Jerusalem to worship. And we've seen that he was returning to his country and he was reading 
passages from Isaiah. God had a plan already worked out. Neither Philip or this man, this Ethiopian, knew that they would meet each other in the desert. A divine plan was starting to unfold. Look at verse 29. The Holy Spirit said to Philip, Go over and walk along beside the carriage. Not an angel this time, but the Holy Spirit spoke to Philip. God had spoken to him to go and walk alongside this carriage. Think about this. This would have been extremely dangerous to run up alongside a carriage of a leader of the Ethiopian government. This was this took a lot of faith from Philip to do this. But God had a plan step by step. And through faith, this plan is beginning to be revealed to Philip. Each step of obedience is followed by another step of faith. There you go. Again, each step of obedience is followed by another step of faith. Imagine yourself in this story. What would you do? Imagine this happening today. Seeing a huge guarded caravan with an official going down the road, down P Road. And then the Holy Spirit speaks to you and he says, run up to that main car and walk alongside it. What do you think? Would you do it? What do you think would happen? I see some smiles out there, some thoughts. Let's look at verse 30. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip asked, Do you understand what you are reading? As 
Imagine the thoughts that went through Philip's head because he didn't walk but he ran to the carriage. Philipuga did I my land show Dora Mobu? Do I do you tell us you? I'm sure as he was running, he's like, I'm going to die. But Philip remained obediently as he surely expected the guards to take him out. So Philip I think that's why he ran and didn't walk because he's like, let's just get this over with. But nothing happened to Philip, did it? He came upon the carriage and God had protected him. And as he got close, he heard the word of God being read by this man. Can you imagine this taking place today? The big fancy car, and he's got the window down, you run up on it, and you're waiting, and he's reading the word of God out loud. Can you imagine this happening today? Philip's, he's a faithful servant. This meeting was going much different than he expected it so far. We see God had a plan. God had, Philip had been called by God to this very place at this very time to meet this very man. This eunuch was the very person who could take the good news to an entire nation. Just moments before, Philip thought he was going to die, but now he's sharing Jesus with a man who could bring the gospel to an entire ethnic people. God had a plan. This should encourage each one of you. God has a plan for each of you, just as he had for Philip. God has a plan for you to go out and share with the lost the hope of Jesus Christ. Maybe you don't know that plan yet. God will reveal it to you. We don't have to live in fear. We can trust and obey God just as Philip did here and he will send us each out to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. 
ဒီဖိလစ်ပုလို့ကိုဖြားသခင်စိတ်ခိုင်းတလို့ပဲအတူကဖြားသခင်စိတ်ခိုင်းအတိုင်းသူလှိုက်လှောက်လုပ်
That this man was reading these very passages that were speaking of Jesus the Messiah. That this eunuch was reading about Jesus at the very time that Philip came up beside him. Think about the timing. Let's look at verses 34 through 35. The eunuch asked Philip, Tell me, was the prophet talking why can't I be baptized? Sorry, I read a little further there. We'll just go to 3435. is asked, Who is being spoken of in these passages? The door has been opened for Philip to share the gospel, the good news. Can you place yourself in this story? Just have a seat right in the back seat of this carriage. Are you sitting back there listening? Listening to Philip reading through the scriptures, explaining word by word who Jesus is to this man. It would have been amazing. Explaining that he, Jesus had come and he'd lived among us. Explaining how he allowed himself to be placed on the cross and crucified. Paying the price for our sins. Explaining then how Jesus' blood washed away our sins forever. And then him sharing with him the hope, the truth that Jesus had defeated sin and death. And then sharing him that Jesus is resurrected. He's alive. And then telling them, you can, you too, you can join in this victory. Place your faith in Jesus and join in this victory over sin and death. Can you imagine how excited this man was as he heard this news? Knowing that this gift was available to him also? Can you 
This man accepted Jesus as his Lord that day. This man has been saved because Philip was obedient to follow the calling on his life. What about each of you? Are you being obedient to God in all areas of your life? Are you holding anything back? Maybe some of you even have some fear. Trust God like Philip did and watch God's plans unfold for your life. Let's, let's get back in the scriptures where I already read, but let's look at 36 to 38. As they rode along, they came to some water, and the eunuch said, Look, there's some water. Why can't I be baptized? He ordered the carriage to stop, and they went down into the water, and Philip baptized him. They apparently had a long time to talk. They had a long oh go ahead, sorry. Uh, Apparently, Philip not only shared the gospel with him, but also shared what to do once you are a born again believer. You get water baptized. As we read this, we should remember this was a large group, a large amount of people. As they stopped, they would all gathered around, all the different people. A very important leader of their country was publicly confessing that Jesus is his Lord. Think about that. As I read this, I see so many things that we can learn from this man's faith and this baptism. You ready for some of the things I learned? One thing I noticed is it was Philip who baptized the man. Philip didn't have any official title in the church. Philip 
In fact, he was just a servant who was in charge of passing out food. Remember that? He was just an obedient follower of Jesus. And he just baptized the man who was second in charge of the government of Ethiopia. Yeah. What about this place that he was baptized? It was just the first body of water they came upon. The place wasn't a church or anywhere special, just the first body of water. When I read this, I read about a man who heard the truth. Who came to faith. Who then became a child of God. And then he was obedient himself and took the opportunity to be water baptized. Let's finish this story up with the last few verses. Verse 39. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord snatched Philip away. The eunuch never saw him again, but went on his way rejoicing. Meanwhile, Philip found himself further north at the town of Zarius. I'm not sure how to pronounce that. He preached the good news there and in every town along the way till he came to Caesarea. Sometimes I read passages like this and I don't quite understand why Philip would just be snatched and put somewhere else. I don't know why. I guess Philip doesn't have to worry about it if he's in the right place. What I do love is the response I see from the eunuch in these verses. He doesn't even seem to be bothered that Philip just vanished, but he's full of joy and he just continues on. Church tradition tells us the gospel was shared through all of Ethiopia because Philip laid down his fear, 
trusted God and then obediently shared the hope he had found in Jesus with this man. Philip, a missionary born out of persecution, set out and lived out the Great Commission. God used this man in amazing ways to save the lost. What is God calling you, each of you, to do? What small step is he asking you to take? In what small way is he asking you to serve? Philip started with serving food in the church. Great testimonies often begin with being faithful in the small things. Again, Philip, he began with serving food in the church, and then it continued with him sharing with one of the most influential men that would bring Jesus to an entire country. What I love about Philip, though, he didn't stop there. He continued to be faithful and continued to share with every person he came across. He shared the hope with the hopeless during a time of intense persecution. As we close up, the verse that really spoke to me is verse 35 tonight. He asked, tell me, what was the prophet talking about? In verse 34, then it says, So beginning with the same scripture, Philip told him the good news about Jesus. Philip shared Jesus through the study of the Word of God. You see how important this is? 
ဒီလူတွေအများကြီးရဲ့လက်ထဲမှာသမာကျန်းစာရှိနေတိုင်းမှာပဲ the word is powerful. It's what brought this leader, this lost man, to seek the truth of Jesus. The obedient missionary was able to share the hope to the lost through God's word, just as we can, every one of you, just as every one of you can do today. ခုနာကနော်ဒီအမှတ်ကြီးစီကိုဒီသမာကျန်းသာတွေကတခင်ရှုတ်ကြောင်းကိုဝေမြတ်နိုင်သလိုပဲကျွန်တော်တော့အား
call each one of these people to know your plan for their lives. Lord, they would be able to go out and share the hope with the lost out in this city, Lord. Millions, millions and millions would come to know you. And then there would be joy, as this man was speaking of. Lord, I thank you, Lord. And again, I just pray for this country of Myanmar, especially today, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you protect these people. You just watch over this country, Lord, and give these people wisdom, Lord. Wisdom and hope in you. In Jesus' name, amen.